It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food, let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. It's another special edition this time of the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner, my government name. Welcome to the show. As you know, you can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. We're on Spotify now. Do a search, the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Tune in. Man, iTunes, wherever you want to look, we're there now. But I cannot delay this process because I got a very special guest with me. Emmy nominated for The Last Comic Standing, one of the funniest stand-up comedians I've ever met in my life. He's also one hell of a friend and a father. My man, Walter Goss, welcome Ooh, to the show. Yeah. What's good, man? How oh, you doing? Man, oh, good. Man, it <laughs> is an honor to be at this mic right now. Oh, I please. Love, I love being at this mic. In my dingy garage, a.k.a. the Big Brother Bungalow. You oh. see, now in my line, there's like stuff stored away. It's, it's not nice and clean in here. Be honest, man. It's all right. No, this is this is the hideaway right here. You know, it's like the Bat Cave. You know, the Bat Cave wasn't all clean and stuff. Bat Cave was raggedy. It was. It also, it's raggedy. Is what you're saying? I'm not saying this is raggedy. <laughs> it actually is, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna get it cleaned up soon. But no, you're not. And let me say something. We we didn't discuss this before the air. You debunked the myth of CPT because <laughs> you caught me. I was actually in my pajamas putting stuff in my car. And this brother rolls up and he's like, hey, man, what's up? I'm like, first of all, I ain't a lot of black people in my neighborhood. So let's let's keep that clear. And then I'm like, oh, that's what? Hey, man, I'm not even ready yet. And he's like, oh, I'll run to the store. This fool was an hour early. I was early because I thought I got to drive to Sam Demons. I got to get on that 210. <laughs> it's Friday afternoon. Traffic's all over the place. But I, yeah. I flew through like. I flew through like the white Bronco. Like, I was in the white Bronco. I just rolled right through town. Everybody was moving out the way. You got here quick. I was like, oh, he's already here. Um, I I ain't ready. So he he was kind enough to go to the store a little bit and and let me get ready so I can look halfway decent. But it's a good thing to have you here, brother. It's been a minute. It was great. And you know what? Here, here's the thing, Jake. I, I want to say this before we get really started. Yes, because we're going to get started today. No, if, if you got kids in the car, man, I would advise them not to be around, just oh, so you're saying. Oh, yeah. You, you might want to put the kids to bed yeah. on this one. <laughs> but I want to say this, though. It is really an honor. And and to be on a podcast with you. Thank you, man. I mean, you're, you, I mean, you are radio. Like, oh, man. Appreciate that. I, I, when I, I worked at Fox with you, yeah. and people floated around you, <laughs> and they knew, like, if I want to get something done, it's Jake. You're a oh, man, man. You of, too of high integrity, and I, and bless you, man. You deserve Thanks. this. I mean, everybody deserves to listen to this show, because if it comes out of his mouth, you better believe what he's saying. I appreciate that. Checks in the mail. Actually, you know, <laughs> I, I'll Venmo you, bro. That's what they do nowadays. Oh, Venmo? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even know what that was. I thought maybe I was going to get a fourth down on pressure or <laughs> give me a 40 or something. Like, I didn't know what that was. Well, I'll take you down there. You want to go? We we'll uh, go after the podcast. Yeah. Well, actually, I can't. Uh, <laughs> okay. I. Uh, why, why can't you, man? You tell me. Uh, I, I, I gave up all drinking because here, here's the thing. I, Speak I, on it. I, I have nothing against drinking. Drinking's not bad. Right. 
it's bad when I drink. Okay. Like I I I mean, I'm naked on your roof by that time. <laughs> I get a 40, my pants fall down, I'm all over the place. So I completely stopped drinking and uh I like it this way. I'm clear-headed. Good for you, the man. The only thing about not drinking uh -huh. is the fact that when I look in the mirror, I go, ooh, shoot, I really look like that? <laughs> I thought that was just me drunk. I, I didn't know I really looked like this. <laughs> You're a good-looking brother. Come on, man. No, Stop man. I thought, I thought maybe. I did think I was good-looking. I was like, <laughs> I'm Denzel Washington up in here after 240s. <laughs> But I got, I had to stop, but no, man, it's good. Me, you know, uh, I, I just like it. Me and my kids, we hang, my wife, we all mm -hmm. hang out, you yeah. know, we do our thing. I'm, I'm a good guy now. You, you've always been a good guy though. Come on, man. Nah. Oh, yeah, stop. no, no, no. I've been a good guy, but you know what? It, it's funny. Now that I am, you know, clear headed and I'm, I'm not drinking, I'm trying mm -hmm. to do all these things that I'm doing now. Yeah. Getting back into business. My children. My son, mm -hmm. he's in the business now. Okay, speak on that. All right, let me tell you something. Now, my son, he's in this rap group called WAC05, which they are really good. Now, we're going to discuss this rap yes, thing. Yes, please do. Yeah, oh, we're going to get on we're that. Gonna get, we're going to get to this rap we're thing. We're getting deep on that. The rap today is different. I'm not saying it's <laughs> bad. It's different. I'm a KRS-One. Yeah. Oh, same. You know, Rock Kim. Yes, sir. Dr. Dre, Q. Yes, Q. Q Q's my dude. You know like, it. I, I'm into that. Yes. But for what they do... They are great. Now, my son, Foxy, Captain's lead Raptor. Captain, this brother, he gets down. And their DJ, T-Killer, Okay. he knows how to spin it up. And, and they're great together. When they do that, they're doing a show uh, at the Echoplex in uh, Glendale okay. on the 18th. And they're doing it with this guy, Dave East, who I like mm -hmm. because he... Now, that kid's a beast, man. Yeah. He, he, got, he got bars. Yeah, and he got bars. He's an East Coast guy. I like yes. that. I'm an East Coast guy. Oh, I couldn't tell with all the Jets gear you had on today. <laughs> we about to win the Super Bowl. Next oh, year. Lord have mercy. Here we go with that. You just mad because you got your old man. This is oh. it for him. Old man in the sea, he better win this weekend or else it's done. Okay, first of all, we, we will get to that. We'll but get to that. Let's get to your right. son's right, uh, gig that. that's coming up in Glendale, California. Now, they, they got this show. Now, Wacko 5, you can get them on Instagram. You know, all those, uh, you know, Instagram and, and all that. And you can and look them up and their music's there. It's on SoundCloud. Okay. And and as a matter of fact, they got some beats by Big Brother Jake. Oh, do they? On their, on their music. I, I heard he's okay. Yeah. I heard he's okay with them beats. Big Brother Jake's beats are beast. <laughs> and Wacko 5 is rolling that way. And this is the way we got to do it. Now, I told my son, I go, listen, when you make all that money, I better not see a tattoo on your face. <laughs> or colored hair. Well, he, he got like the blondish hair anyway, yeah, though. That's but, natural. But yeah, please no blue hair, no purple hair. No. Make sure he he doesn't no. change his name to little smoke face or <laughs> whatever the hell these these stupid new rappers are doing. Cause I, I can't stand that, man. Like no. but no, I, I've heard their music. You know, I made beats for them, yes. Yeah. You know, so there's some vested interest, but their music is dope. Yeah. And, and they're, they're kind of, they're like a bridge, like they bridge the gaps between the old and the new. Oh, yeah. And they respect the old, even though they do the new. So I will say that, you know, they, they make some damn good music. No. They, so they, they do, you know. They did a, they had a uh, old school 90s party. Okay. Because <laughs> he, he's in Santa Barbara. Right. And uh, they were playing songs. I go, this is old school? <laughs> really? <laughs> 
it's probably like the music we listen to. Like, well, that's kind of new school for us. But right. yeah, you know, you, you throw on Nas or you throw on KRS, like you were saying, right. or Rock Kim, and these new kids are like, "What the hell is this?" I know, and it's like that's a shame. Like, it should never happen. Like, that should never happen. We got to do better. Well, the thing is, you know, and then they start playing Jay Z, and I, I felt bad because Damon Dash. He threw that brother under the oh. bus. He threw him under the bus. Did he not? He threw him under the bus. <laughs> I ain't mad at him, but he threw him under the bus. That, there's there's some there's some tension there. You know, there's some tension there. Definitely. Now, I wanna I wanna I wanna sort of calm things down a little bit. I, we're gonna get a little somber moment here. Yeah, we will. Because Big Brother Jake, he has girls. Oh, three of them. And beautiful ones too. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I told Jake he should have waited about 10 more years. Then we could have been together because <laughs> my sons, I got some beautiful kids. You, your boys, man, they, 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 they was Mr. Steal Your Girl, like for real. And I, <laughs> it would be great to, if they could get together. But, <laughs> Jake, I watched this R. Kelly oh, documentary. Yes, let's go there today. We're going to go there right now. By the way, you're listening to special co-host Walter Gars, my man, 50 Grand and all. Yes, let's let's get into this, please, because I got a lot to say about this. Here's my thing, and the way I feel about it yeah. is that these young women, mm -hmm. these young girls—they're not women; they're girls. They're girls. They're underage. They're young girls, and for him to kidnap these girls, mm -hmm. take them in his house, yes, and do all of that. I don't know why the police aren't in there. Oh, and Where's the battle ram? Where's right? the battle ram? They used to be around in the 80s right. getting the crack houses right. in South Central. Where's the battle ram? <laughs> Let me tell you and another thing about that. I can't blame the kids. And I'll never blame the kids because no. they're kids. You know, if you're a kid, you see a better opportunity or you see something that you think you're gonna be, it's going to make you cool or something. Like, oh, I'm going to do that. What a parent. Okay. He had handlers. Recruiting these kids, he was paying off parents, and what is what the hell? Like I would never do that. You would never do that. Listen, there was this one in the documentary. There was this 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 couple mm -hmm. married together, like they were a real couple. Yeah. And the father, I could tell he could throw those bees back in the day. Like he knew. Right, right. I knew he 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 knew how to get down. Yeah. And he was sitting there trying to explain to the documentary people like. You know, I just don't want to get arrested. Listen, oh. Oh. I they went they went to R. Kelly's house mm -hmm. and they were throwing like little pebbles at the window and screaming out their daughter's name mm. in the documentary. Mm. I would have said, "Look, put that camera down." I would have I would have threw a big boulder through his window. Oh man, I don't. I, I think I would have had something else going through that window. I mean, <laughs> with some gunpowder behind it. I know, but <laughs> I, I don't. I, listen. Here's the thing. I understand that when you're in this situation mm -hmm. and, and you don't really know how it's going to go, right. you don't always do or think or move the way you want. I'm Monday morning quarterback. I'm watching this Same. thing. Yeah. But I'm telling you, if my child was in there, mm. oh, yeah, oh, no. You wouldn't oh, be able no. to stop me. There's no security guard. There's no police officer that would stop me from going in there uh -uh. and handling business. And, and, and here's the thing. Why would you ever put your child in a position to be accosted by this monster. I mean, I get it. You know, the parents like the music. Maybe they have a kid that's like, oh, my daughter could sing. Right. And, you know, R. Kelly can help my daughter sing. Right. But 
that's where it stops. Well, now we about to. This is where it's going to get controversial. We, yes, as black people, <laughs> go there. I'm I'm, I'm ready for this. Go. We there. as black people, uh huh. We say, well, that's just the media saying that. Yeah, he wasn't convicted. He got off. Yeah. There's a videotape of him doing it. Yes, there is. Well, he well, that's not what they saw. Listen, you want to believe OJ didn't do it? Fine. Go ahead and believe that. <laughs> right. Because there's no videotape of that. Right. But if it happened nowadays, somebody would have had something. Yeah. <laughs> but right, anyway. Right. <laughs> but there's a videotape of this. There's a video. So when this guy says, no, 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 you know, don't believe that. Just bring your daughter in here. No. 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 Absolutely not. And I... And that's what's sickening about the whole thing with me. Like, you've you know there's proof. And again, we can go down the road with other artists that do this kind of stuff. You right. Know? Obviously, the elephant in the room, Michael Jackson. Right. There's a lot of clouds of doubt. Right. But we all find it hard to accept. And now, now let's go here. Michael Jackson's beloved by a lot of people. Right. You know, I I, I love Michael Jackson. Right. Okay. I was an R. Kelly fan. I say was, but I enjoyed his music. Why are we not giving that much attention to Michael? I mean, this is still fresh. I know Michael's dead. Right. And this surviving R. Kelly is still fresh in our minds. But same accusations are kind of floating out right. back in those days, too. Right. But I guess maybe because there's video. I mean, maybe the way that R. Kelly was blatant about it in his music and everything else. I mean. Listen, here's the, here's the problem. And I'm going to say this out loud. Say it. This is young black girls. Okay. This ain't white girls. Like in Wisconsin, where that young girl was kidnapped, and mm -hmm. they found her, and they had a press conference on CNN, MSNBC, Fox. Every channel mm -hmm. had them talking about how great it was to rescue this young girl. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't ever want to see a right, child. Right, it's a tragic situation no so, matter what color. Right. Yes. So her getting rescued, God bless her. Amen. And I mean that. Yes. I mean that. I know you do. But- if she was a young black girl, nobody would care. No news channel would care. And here's the thing. There, there are a lot of victims still that are going through this with R. Kelly right now. Yes. And nobody's doing anything and about nobody it. nobody cares. It, 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 it's not getting as much coverage. That's, that's fact. That's fact. That's, not, that's not a color issue. It's, it's just fact. It's fact. It's fact. I, I don't have to say it's color. Right. It's a fact. I, absolutely. Now. It, it, it took a documentary for a lot of this to come out. Right. And that's the sad part, because now it's like, oh, okay, well, there's victims now. Right. Um, there's been victims. There's been victims for a long time, but because he's R. Kelly, right. people are like, oh, well, he's a star. It's different. Now, if it's you or me, right. oh, we've been thrown in jail a long time ago. It's R. Kelly. And, and, and he, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I, had, I, was, I, I played one of his songs. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, let me, you know what? I got to throw these things away, but I'm going to play it anyway. Okay. Seems like you're ready. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm listen to the lyrics. Seems like you're ready. Oh, yeah. What do you mean, seems like you're ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know it seems like? Seems like you're ready. I just got off the middle school bus. What? Oh, man. Well, you know, we all should have noticed when, and I noticed it right when I bought the album, when Aaliyah had her first album. Ooh. Who's in the background blurred out? Mm. R. Kelly R. leaning Kelly. against the wall. Now, when I saw that, and you, 
I, if I if my sister was here right now, she would tell you that I'm not lying. I I, I tell a lot of stories, but I never lie about them. Um, I thought that was a little suspect, to be honest. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get it. He's all in the video, right? <laughs> like you know, like the whole Shug Knight thing. But like, he was in her videos. He's singing all the background. He produced all the songs. He wrote all the songs. I get all that, right? Why are you on the album cover? And why are you holding the lollipop? <laughs> like, what you doing? Suspect, man. And you got your van mm. with tinted windows in the back of the... <laughs> like, why, why are you doing that? It, 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 but that's the thing. I think because it's celebrity, a lot of people cannot separate the art from the reality. Right. Now, I, I guess I'm a hypocrite because I love Dr. Dre. Right. But Dr. Dre has admitted... To slapping a woman. Right. Okay. I still listen to his music. Right. I'm not going to say I'm all righteous and, you know, but on the other hand, there's a lot of people, a lot of girls I know that are women, I should say, not girls because we're old, all old now. Right. Um, That would say stuff like, oh, well, R. Kelly, come on, this, that, and the other. He shouldn't be doing this. They were getting picked up by dudes at Vandenberg Air Force Base in San Bernardino after school. Fact. That's Fact. right. Because a lot of them I try to talk to, but these little soldiers that came through, these Air Force men, these yep. airmen, 22 years old, coming in a brand new car, they're 16. It's like, they know better. Mm, it's just a lot of double standards. There. But could you, do you think you can separate the art from the reality of what's going on? No, you can't. Because here, here you know, I got, okay, my son, mm -hmm. you know, they, they will have these parties. Yeah. And... They'll say, Dad, you know, we're going to have some friends come over and, you know, mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. I say, okay, I'm going to go upstairs. And then he'll come, hey, Dad, start the barbecue, and then we're going to get in the jacuzzi. I say, okay, go ahead and do that. And then I walk downstairs, and these girls are pulling their pants mm. off, and they got G-Streets on. I'm like, oh, Lord, do their mamas <laughs> see? And now I got my eyes yeah. closed. I'm burning my hands up trying to light the barbecue <laughs> with my eyes closed because I can't look at yeah. that. You can't see that. It's scary to look at. It's, it's a scary situation. And then and, and in two years... Me and Walter are going to be at the club together. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And, and, and these girls today, they are a little faster. They know the internet and mm -hmm. all of that stuff. They know more. Yeah. They do more. There's more information out there. Like we right. had encyclopedias and right. pagers, you know? <laughs> right. So we had to really work for it all to find out. Oh, they're in middle school. No, right. I, no, I ain't messing with you. And I was in high school like, nah, because I would never want to be in that situation. Right. But nowadays, a lot of people know better. A lot of people maturing faster. I mean, I got an older daughter that's 13. She looks 18. She's a beautiful girl. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And there's others that think she's beautiful, too, and I have to check them. But you're <laughs> Uncle Walter, so it's different, you yeah. know. But there's a lot of... Mm, it, it's a scary situation. Again, you're listening. Special co-host Walter Goss on the Big Brother Jake podcast. I told y'all this is going to be a different type of episode. We're going to get into it. Um, people may not like what we're going to say today, but you know what? It's too bad. It has to be said because it affects not just the black community, but all communities. Because Absolutely. you know, I, I too, and I, I'll admit this, and this is a first. I don't even think I told you this. And you know. R. Kelly and his brother used the excuse, oh, I was raped by my sister. I, too, was molested by one of my sister's best friends. Oh, wow. Yes. I'm, I'm admitting that for the first time. Wow. And uh, I turned out fine. Right. I mean, I, I had to work through some things. Then I got right. older. I wasn't really, 
like trying to date people in high school. People right. thought, I was, are you gay? Are you, what's going on? Are you a schoolboy? Right. Well, I was all about my studies, but like I was so confused because it happened at such a young age right. that it affected me right. like all across the board. And it wasn't until I got older I realized, you know. But R. Kelly's brother using that as an excuse right. for R. Kelly to do all this stuff right. is an insult to people that have been through it, that right. have fought it, that have overcome it and survived it. And I'm glad that guy's in jail. He should be in jail for life because wow. of what he did. But you can't use that excuse. I don't care who you are, what you say, what you do, what you've been through. You can't use your past as an excuse right. to mess up and do bad things later in the future. That's just a cop-out to well, me. Well, it's, it's, see, that's why, you know, Everybody has tragedies in life. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I went through some things and then, you know, I went through therapy mm-hmm. and I worked it out because I surrendered because I knew I had an issue. Right. There were things that happened to me while I was in show business and I'm I'm not going to call anyone out or right. say anyone's no, name. Absolutely. But there were things that happened to me, but a lot of the things that happened to me, I could have avoided. Right. But but my head was messed up mm-hmm. and I allowed those things to happen to me. Right. And once I got therapy, straightened myself out, great. I can't get rid of the things that happened. Mm-hmm. There are things that people have said about me that aren't true. Right. And I'll never be able to get rid of it. But I don't care what anyone else thinks. Right. But you didn't use anything in your past right. to, you know, you could have went way left. Right. And said, you know what? Well, they're talking about me. I could do this to them. Right. But you didn't do that. Right. So I, I, I can't stand when people use their past as an excuse to mess up in the present and the future. It's right. just, it's ridiculous to me. Again, you're listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast with my special co-host, Walter Goss. Um, <laughs> this guy right here, man, let me tell you, if you think I have some stories, <laughs> and I've told some crazy stories, you know, told stories about Will Smith dissing me twice. How the Black Power Ranger almost kicked my ass <laughs> at a Little Caesars. <laughs> how I almost got killed in TJ. <laughs> now that, yeah, that that I, I don't even want to relive those because they're pretty scary. But you've been in the, in the entertainment industry what over twenty plus yeah, years. Yeah, you've, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've and I've met a lot of your friends that you're friends with. That yes. people would be surprised that you're friends with. That I was surprised you were friends with. You know, you've done TV. You've done stand up. Yes. My listening audience love fun stories. Okay, I'm I, putting you on the spot right now. I know I got a great story for you. Please, and I and I I hope when I tell the story, and <laughs> if anyone says anything to him, I hope he remembers the story. Okay, because I I think he was high, but <laughs> okay. So one night I'm with Dave Chappelle. Oh, this should be good. Okay, but this story is not even about Dave. Okay, I was with Dave Chappelle, and we were riding through. Beverly Hills. Okay. We were going from uh, the Laugh Factory Mm -hmm. over to the Comedy Store. Okay. So we went down uh, uh, Sunset and we cut across Beverly Hills Uh and we were circling around and these police officers pulled us over. (laughs) I had a Suzuki Jeep (laughs) with no top. You just dated yourself. Suzuki Jeep. And and the cops pulled us over and I'm like, oh. And Dave's like, uh, he's scared. Yeah. And so I said, like, all right, well, he's just gonna sit still. And the cop goes, and he goes, all right, guys, uh, come on in. Uh, I want to see your hands up in the air. I want you to, where's your license and uh, registration? And he comes in and he goes, hey, that's that guy, Dave Chappelle. I see him. I know him. 
And he let us go. Let you go, he huh? Let us go. Oh, wow. But that's not the story. Oh, uh, I just the... wanted to start off with that. That's what happened. Oh, so you got away with one. So we got away with it. So we get down, <laughs> we get down to this com- to the comedy store. Uh-huh. And we're standing there. And uh, can I curse? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. We're standing there. And uh, Dave's waiting to go up. Yeah. And he's just, we're standing in the back of the room. All of a sudden, a voice came from the back of the room and said, Hey, motherfucker, get the motherfucker out of my way. Oh. And I turned around and said, Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and when I turned around, it was Tupac. Oh, snap. <laughs> I never heard the story. Tupac leaned into the light and I saw it was him. Oh, man. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. Now, well, you New Yorker, man, you ain't backing down for nobody. I didn't want to back down, right. number one. I'm not saying I could have beat him. Right. I'm not saying that at all. But you weren't going to show you were no punk. But either. I wasn't going to be no right. punk. Absolutely. So he was like, he looked at me. I go, and then his bodyguard stood up. <laughs> and I said, hey, they may get me, but I'm going to get you. <laughs> and he stood up. <laughs> now I'm scared. Oh, man. And Dave walked away. Now, I don't know if Dave sort of seen what was going on because he was high. <laughs> or did he just walk away because he goes, I ain't getting my ass kicked I with think you. A, I think a combination of both. So it might have been a combination of both. <laughs> so as he looks over and, and he gets up, Tretch comes around the corner because uh, him and Tretch was hanging. Okay. Yeah, they, they, boy, they, 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 they boy, tight. Yeah. Tretch, and he goes, oh, that's, that's, that's that nigga wall. He, he cool. <laughs> So Tretch pretty much saved you from an asshole. Oh, I was going to get an asshole. <laughs> listen, I t- uh, I, I'll never... Listen, I ain't going to back down from nobody. No, I, I know. Even, I've seen you get mad. Even <laughs> if I know I'm going to fall off a cliff. <laughs> hey, I just got I just got to get an ass whooping today. Because that's what would have happened. Okay. I'm not saying that it wouldn't. I wouldn't have got the ass whooping. I would have got the ass whooping. Yeah, you know, Pac, he, he's known to stomp out somebody with like Ab- four people around him. Absolutely. Too. But, so that, <laughs> but, I, but I wasn't going back down, though. No, I know you weren't. And he and so he goes, uh, <laughs> he, he kind of laughed and walked away. So a week later, I wish I could remember the name of that burger. Uh, there was a burger place in Beverly Hills that everybody used to go to back oh, in the 90s. Man, I can't remember. At night, and I wish I could remember the name of that uh-huh. place, but it was literally, it was off mm. Beverly. I think it was off Beverly. Okay. You go down, you go down, like as soon as you pass Rodeo and you are on, is that Santa Monica? Yeah, I think that's Santa Monica. Yeah, you Santa go- Monica is, yeah. yeah. For all you people that's not in LA, we're talking about LA area. Right. Okay. So, so yeah. you're going through Beverly Hills <laughs> right. and uh, Rodeo and that yes. whole little area, mm-hmm. and then Right there is that burger shop, and after the clubs and everything. Yeah, I, I forget the name, but I know exactly where you're talking okay, about. Okay, people would go there. Yep. And mm-hmm. I ran into him, and he was getting out of his limo, <laughs> and he stopped, and he turned around and looked, and he went, nah. <laughs> he walked away like, nah, that ain't him. Oh, That's man. not the guy whose ass I was going to whoop. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but thank you. You forgot. Maybe you were drunk, but I don't know, but thank you. Oh, well, he's probably on Hennessy. Now, and a sidebar from that, you ever notice that <laughs> if you hear the word enemy in the Tupac song, you know the word Hennessy is going to be next? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's his rhyming dictionary word. <laughs> like, what rhymes with Hennessy? Enemy, drink your Hennessy. Yeah, what rhymes with enemy? <laughs> what rhymes with Hennessy? Oh, man. Again, you're listening to Walter God's special co-host on the Big Brother Jake podcast. 
telling one of his wonderful stories. He, I, he has so many, but I used to love sitting and listening to him. But that was the first time I ever heard that one. So Tretch from Naughty by Nature basically saved your ass. Yes, because I would have been killed. <laughs> you would have. I would have been killed. Yeah, I heard Pac rhyme with people that you know got murdered. You yeah, know? that were murdered. That's a rumor. Is it too soon to talk? You know, make Pac jokes like that? No, it is no, not. No, no. I was making them in 1996. <laughs> So it's not too soon. My dad, God rest his soul, he he had the funniest line. I was um, I'll date myself. I was on Westpac. We're both <laughs> we're both Navy guys. Both okay? Navy guys. Okay, right? so I was on Westpac. I was leaving the Persian Gulf, headed to um, Australia. Right. My dad, because we didn't have like smartphones and stuff on the ships back then, but we actually had an email. Right. Like we had an email address, and we had to, they had to siphon out all the emails. It took all day. Mm-hmm. My dad emailed me, and he said, "Did you hear about Pac?" Um, getting murdered. Oh no! It's right after Biggie died, right. Pac had already died. Right. He said, "Man, Coolio's probably making a fortune because it's <laughs> Gangsta's Paradise with Pac and Biggie." I was like, "Dang, Dad, you cold, man!" It was like two weeks after it happened. Too but, soon. <laughs> my dad didn't care neither. Right. But I'll tell a quick story too. <laughs> this is not like showbiz related, but how crazy my dad was, like you, because right. you know you're New York. My dad grew up in D.C. Anacostia. Right. It's like the South Central of um of yes, D.C. It is. You know it well. Yes, okay. it is. All right, we were in Venice Beach one time, and my dad had just bought some brand new white Reeboks. <laughs> right now, now for those that know my dad, like my homeboy Paul, my dad was not a punk. My right. dad was not scared of anybody. Like. We would be anywhere, and right. he was not scared of anyone, wasn't scared of consequences, wasn't scared to go to jail, right. and he had a great job, you know, whatever. So we're walking, and it just rained, and you know how in Venice Beach there's a lot of puddles? Mm-hmm. So these cats, you know, I won't name the gang because I don't want them coming after me, but like, they were blue, right. <laughs> and I'll say that much. So they're like going around, they could tell the tourists, because they weren't, you know, they looked different, and they would stomp in the puddles and splash, everybody was walking by them. And I, I saw what was coming. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be bad. And my dad's like, I wish a mother would. You know, like, right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So then I was like, dad, we should go the other way. Boy, I ain't raised no punk. We ain't going the other way. We're going right to where we want to go. We're going to go get some pizza. We're going to watch them play basketball. And I ain't no punk. I'm like, all right. So <laughs> I was like 12 or 13. So then somebody else gets splashed. Somebody else gets splashed. These guys look right at my dad, splash his brand new Reeboks. And I was like, oh. And see, my dad used to, he used to carry. Right. Okay. He's like, hey, hey, motherfucker, come here. I'm like, dad, shut up. Come here. You see this? He said, man, I'll bust a cap in. There's eight of them. Eight dudes. <laughs> eight dudes. And he was like, which one of y'all first? Because I'm taking all of y'all out. And he was like, hey. <laughs> dad, did you know these, these dudes handed my dad $80 cash and said, buy some new Reeboks? No. <laughs> What? Yeah, good for him. My dad said, and I want 20 more so my son can get some pizza, too. <laughs> I'm like, dang, my dad was a G, man. That's the first time I saw him like go off like that. Uh, so. let, me, let me tell you my greatest gang story. <laughs> I got a gang story. Oh, I want to hear this. When I first moved here, okay, my father, I got off the plane, and we, we drove to... Thousand Oaks, California. <laughs> now, for those that don't know where Thousand Oaks is, it's it's a suburb. It's in uh, was it Ventura County? Yes. Okay. It's right past Mayberry. <laughs> you go past Mayberry, <laughs> and then you get to Thousand Oaks. Say hi to Opie. Yeah, word. <laughs> and I, I I get off the plane, and and they, he's driving, and I slept for like an hour, and uh-huh. I open my eyes, I go, "Where are you taking me?" And I see all these hills and stuff. <laughs> 
So we're there a week. Mm-hmm. I I I I wanted to, I wanted to get something to drink, so I walked down to Bonds by forty. <laughs> of course. I had my Yankee hat on. Oh Lord, I'm a, a wave cap. I'm a I'm a curb that. There's something I want to ask you about New Yorkers and that, but go ahead. Yeah, I had a Yankee hat uh-huh. on, my wave cap. I had a Yankee jacket oh, on. Lord have mercy. I walked down the bond. Did you have Timberlands on too? Uh, yes. Of course you did. I I I I. I Do you opened, have a chew stick too? <laughs> I opened the forty. I'm drinking as I'm walking back home. Of course home. you were. So I'm drinking the forty. I'm walking <laughs> home, and the police rolled up on me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Where are you going, son? <laughs> so I'm going home, man. You don't live around here. Man, forget you. So I started walking. The police drove up on my lawn. Lights flashing. My mother came outside. She go, what are you doing? Does he live here? Yeah, that's my son. Slammed the door in the officer's face. I wake up the next morning. I said, Dad, where the black people at? I ain't see one black person literally for two weeks. In Thousand Oaks, not one. <laughs> I said, well, you, he says, well, I was talking uh, to my secretary. <laughs> and on Sundays, they ride up and down Crenshaw Boulevard. Oh, Lord of mercy. So if you would like to see black people, son, you could go down to Crenshaw Boulevard oh. and see black people. I said, all right, good. How do I get there? Oh, man. So I put on a Washington bullet. T-shirt. Oh, they don't even have the bullets no more. Oh, no, it's the wizards. It's the wizards now. Because politically correct, right? They had to get rid of the bullets because brothers were shooting each other in Washington <laughs> all day long. Right? They used to call it the Baltimore Body Mur- Murderland. Right. So, so yeah, I had my bullet T-shirt on. Oh boy. So I'm down there. I go to the liquor bank. Okay. I know. Over there yep. by the jungle. I know where that is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I go to the liquor bank. I go and get a forty. I'm walking out the <laughs> liquor bank. Two brothers come up on me. They got braids, uh-huh. wearing these red uh-huh. shirts. I, I just, I walk up and say, "Hey, bro, how you doing?" Oh no! Boom! Yep. Bust me right in the chest. Yep. Knock me to the ground. I didn't drop my forty though. Of course not. I was like, I was like, what, 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 what you doing? What you doing? Mm. They go, "Yeah, we don't want no crabs around here. Uh-huh. We don't want no crabs around here." I go, "What? <laughs> what? What's that?" <laughs> So they must have known like I wasn't from yeah, there. Yeah, once you said that, because for, for those that don't know, um, blood's called Crips Crabs. Right. You know, so it's derogatory. So I they must have known, like, cause yeah. I, I, I had this look on my face like, <laughs> like I was you, yeah. like I was Willis. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? I was like, what what? what? And they go, uh, yeah, you didn't wear that around here. I go, okay. And then they just walked away. Yeah. I got my car. That 40 was gone before I hit the 10 freeway. <laughs> All down Chris, I was, oh, look, look, oh, 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 oh. I was drinking that 40 fast as I could. <laughs> I couldn't get out of there fast enough. So then <sighs> so I ran to my friend Magic, who was in Thousand Oaks. I ran into uh-huh. him at the mall. I saw another black person. And I'd be, I'm still friends with Magic today, but. From Thousand Oaks. From Thousand Oaks. Okay. I ran into Magic. I go, Magic. Where all the, where's all the other black people? He said, man, I had to come out here. I'm from Inglewood, but I had to get away. Yeah. I said, but there's no black people here. He goes, that's the way I like it. I ain't want no black people around here. Oh, man. Uh, he said, just, just wear gray for now on. Or plaid. Or plaid. Or wear a white t-shirt. Uh, you listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast with my special guest co-host, Walter Goss. Oh man, creator of uh, Last Comic Standing, Emmy nominated, should have won, should have won. Yeah, stand up comic, 
This guy, man, he's one of the best storytellers. You know, I wish I could be a tenth as good as Walter. Nah, nah. <laughs> Your stories. We used to have a good time at Fox. Oh Dude, man, we used to, yeah, we had some stories. You know, I remember there's a time we went to um and you turned me on to this place because um I told you my wife got she was really sick. Mm-hmm. Um the deli. Uh I'm I'm blinking out now on um Ventura Boulevard. Um, oh yeah. It's killing me right now. I'm gonna beat myself up. Arts. Uh, arts starts that okay. yep. It's like four ingredients short of curing cancer. Yeah, like, yes. And you told me you said, we need to go there. If you're sick, if your wife is sick, bring that soup to her. Yes. I brought it to her, she was well the next day. Yep. She was like coming out of both ends until I got got her that soup. That's but right. There, we had a post show meeting with uh David Stein <laughs> and Andrew Siciliano, for those that know those guys. Right. And Crystal Fernandez. Yep. And Sam Batesh, that was producing. Love Sam. Yeah. Props to all y'all. If y'all listening, if you don't, you should. Um, Where is Crystal? I don't. I, I did she married a fireman? No, she married a former Dodger. Oh, she did. Darren Dreyford. Yeah, she has oh, kids yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, good for her. Yeah, I emailed her or texted her or something a while back, like probably right. a couple of years ago. Right. And yeah, she was like, "Oh, your kids are cute. Like, your kids are cute. We should get together. You know, it's the LA thing. We should get together. Yeah. We, we still have it. Right. It's been three years. But uh, <laughs> I remember. We were telling stories about getting pulled over. Right. Remember that? Yes. And David Stein, he was a comedian. <clears throat> comedian. Mm. <laughs> mm. Somebody going to tell him I said it, but I don't care. Right. Whatever. He, he wasn't funny to me. But anyways, <laughs> we're sitting there telling stories of how we used to get pulled over or pulled out of our cars from right. cops, LAPD, whatever. Because back in the 90s, like LAPD was like... They were gangs, man. Right. They've gotten a lot better, I'll, and I'm shouting out because I, I got friends that work. No, there they now, are so better. They're a lot better. They are better. They're a lot better. But back in the 90s, it was pretty scary times. Mm-hmm. And we were telling stories, and this fool was writing down all of our stories. And I'm like, why are you writing this down, David? And he's like, well, I've never, uh, this, is, this is new to me. I've never heard stories like this. This is fascinating to watch two African-Americans talking about getting pulled over and laughing about it. I'm like, what are we supposed to do, cry? <laughs> <laughs> it was an everyday thing, man. It was an everyday thing. We get pulled over. Get out the car. Yep. Okay. I don't want to get beat. I'm getting out the car. It's a lot better, so I ain't dissing LAPD. I'm just saying. But this, it, it's not even, the story's not even about them, but it's about how fascinated he was, and he almost didn't believe it. Yeah. And then, like, he told the story on the air the next day, and I remember we had a... We never had black callers on that show. No, we did not. And that, the next day when he told that story, like all of a sudden all black folks called and said, what's so funny about that? What's yeah. so funny about that? And he's like, Jake, you need to dump that. I'm like, nah, this is great. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. You brought it up. You wrote it down. You thought right. it'd be great show fodder. Right. And we were just telling stories because we were laughing so we don't cry about it because I think we got harassed going into yeah. Arts Deli or something. It was something that tipped us off and then we just went off on a tangent about it. And Crystal was laughing. Sam was laughing. Andrew was checking his phone. Right. And like Sam uh, uh, um, um, Dave was just like writing these jokes down. There. Right. And he tried to make it like a monologue for the next show. I don't even know where I'm going with the story, but I just remember him writing it down and he's just looking at me and looking at you and looking at me and looking at you. Yep. This is intense. And then he's like, well, he's, he was like, well, Jake, you're so articulate. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm smart. <laughs> so that's not going to get me pulled over by the police because I'm articulate? Let me pontificate, if you will, officer. <laughs> like, no, nah, you ain't going to. Come on, man. <laughs> this is my greatest police story of all time. Oh, tell it. So. <laughs> My friend Magic, who he was with me, yeah. we went down to the Sloss and Swap meet. Oh, best white t-shirts, by the way. Right. They got the best the white The best t- white t-shirts in all of Southern California. So we at the Slawson, and Magic's cousin lives on the street over from the Slawson. Okay. So he said, yeah, we're going to go over to 
uh, oh, I remember his name, Kateen. Uh, uh, Kateen. 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 Okay. So he said, "Yeah, we're gonna go over to Kateen's house, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna chill over there for a minute." I said, "Okay." So we all stand outside. It's probably about ten of us. Uh huh. All of a sudden, the police come rolling down the street, and they go, "Oh man, the police!" So I turned around to look at the police. Uh huh. And I go, "Why are the police stopping? Why are they stopping here?" So I turned around to look at Magic. All ten of them are already <laughs> up against the wall. Already. So the two police oh, officers get out the car and they go, you want to join your friends? <laughs> I go, we didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so Magic's like, oh, man. Oh, Stop it. Whoa. Stop it. Whoa. What are you doing? Get, whoa, get over here. What you doing? Yeah. He says, could you go over there? Do you have ID on you? I said, yes, I do. Here's my ID. I hand it to him. He goes, Thousand Oaks? Really? <laughs> Really? <laughs> Did you get lost? Oh. Thousand Oaks? Oh, okay. God. This is what he said. And this is no joke. He said, okay, Carlton, here's your- Wow. <laughs> I was like, uh, wow. I was going to be mad, but I couldn't. <laughs> so I just, I, so I said, oh, I'm going over to the wall. Also, my voice got deep. I'm going to go over to the wall right now. If you don't mind, I'm going to get over there to the wall. So I get over the wall. Magic goes- why the fuck? Why do I bring you here? <laughs> Nobody called me Tony Gwynn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he goes, why did I bring you over here, Tony Gwynn? Oh. Well, first of all, oh, stop it. When I hit those base hits, I uh, <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> and I love, to- I love, love Tony. I love Tony Gwynn. I love Tony Gwynn too. Tony, yeah, Tony I Gwynn. But, yeah, I, I get it. Tony's voice didn't match what he looked like. No. Let's be honest. Hey, like, whenever I get pulled over, I tell my sons all the time. <laughs> I just pulled a Tony Gwynn when the cops pulled me over. <laughs> oh yes, sir. I got my triple uh, A card right here, sir. <laughs> I just came here from the doctor ah. game. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm glad it's better now. But the the 90s were some scary times, though. They were, like, if you were a young black man and you were in a group of two or more, maybe three or more, you were getting harassed. Oh, absolutely. If it wasn't the game bangers, it was the racist police officers. Jake, do you remember? Do you remember this, Jake? This this involves you. Oh, boy. We were moving you. Yes. Yes. When I lived in Glendale and we were moving out to the burbs where where I'm at now. We were moving you. And And you were driving my car. I was driving the moving van. Yep. Yes. I remember. And the police pulled me over. Yes. And I I, I called you on the phone. I'm like, listen. Yeah. He's searching the car. My name's not on the thing. Yeah. And I I remember I, I pulled over the moving truck and I ran to the corner and I was like, hey, Walt, you all right? The police officer... You're standing over there. I'm like, that's my car. He He's driving my car. My name's, I don't care whose car this is. You know what? If you come over here, and he was like reaching. I'm like, yo, okay, okay. I'll stay right here. Yep. I'm not going anywhere. I was like, Walt, just, just let him do what he had to do. And homeboy destroyed my car. Remember yep. that? He took everything out. Yep. And and I think the only reason why he pulled you over, he said you were leaning for something. Or, yeah. And it, 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 everything was up to date. But yeah, he was giving you a hard time. You're trying to explain it, and he told you shut the f up. And yep, I remember that. And no, this ain't a cop bashing session. It's just no. these are things we remember. But Walter was so cool about it. But I remember like, and then it was a really somber ride after that. But yeah, that that I remember that. Well, I remember that clearly. It just, it just feels like when they pull when they pulled me over that day, I felt like I had a prostate exam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it was very painful. Well, the guy was like. 
I called the supervisor and that guy got in trouble because like I called right. his watch supervisor or whatever because he gave a business card and like right. left it and kind of threw it at us. And they were like, no, nah. and they apologized, but I don't think I ever told you that. But yeah. I did not know that. But he, yeah. here's, here's they did the, apologize. For but me. here's the thing I wanted to say about that whole thing. Mm -hmm. In my experience, just me, I can only speak for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my experiences with the police, 90% of them have been good. Same, same. 90% of them have been good. Absolutely. Like, Yes, sir, I was speeding. Here's my license, mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. And nine times out of ten, they go, hey, man, just slow down. Yeah. And they let me go. Yeah. Because, and I tell my sons this, just do what they say. Be polite. Exactly. Even if you upset. Just, they might have had a bad right. day. Right. And, and I tell that to my friends a lot, especially because I got two really close friends, mm -hmm. three really close friends. They're law enforcement. Right. And they all say, if you just cooperate. Right, you know, and the, and all three of them, they don't profile, they don't do any of that. I know right. these guys like they're my brothers, you right. know. Just do what they ask, and you chances are they even let you off. That's right. But there's That's always right. one person. Usually, especially when I was back in the day, I always had the one smart ass in the back. Mm -hmm. What you gonna do? We we brothers, man. Why you always pulling us over? I'm like, dude, <laughs> my tail lights out, bro. Right, just I knew up. I was gonna get pulled over. <laughs> just shut up. And then all of a sudden, we're all on the curb getting tickets. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yes, ninety percent of the time. And I tell you a story. One time I got pulled over because I, I used to get pulled over a lot, a lot, and because I was sleepy because we I worked overnight, so I worked early mornings in radio, mm -hmm. and so I would end up. <laughs> I would swerve a lot. Right. I would swerve. So I, I knew I'd get pulled over. I thought you got pulled over because your wife is so beautiful and I oh. thought you kidnapped her. <laughs> Jake's kidnapping another woman. Oh, don't say another man. You won't give me a trouble. <laughs> don't worry, R. Kelly. You're fine. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'll dare you. I'll show you. All right, go ahead. I'll show you. I'll show you later. Um, so, so I got pulled over and I, as soon as I pulled to the side, Wrote all my windows down, turned off my car, threw the keys on the dashboard, and locked, like, I crossed over my, my hands on the steering wheel and just looked. By the time I got there, I freaked the cop out. Oh. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? Are you guilty or something? I'm like, I just don't want to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm not going to hurt you. This is extreme. Just don't. What's wrong? I'm like, and, and luckily, what I used to do, and I'm not going to lie, I used to use working in, in the media to my advantage. Right. And we've all done it for oh, people that work in the industry. Had all my business cards, like, kind of sprawled out, like, registration. So I get the registration. I made sure the business cards were sitting on top. That's and right. just spill all over the, the, the seat. And I have my backpack from Fox Sports Radio. I'm like, oh, you're on what show? And I'd say the show or whatever. Like, okay, works. Yeah. Like, perfect. Yeah, yeah. That same show I worked on, the overnight show, Ben Maller. I listen to Ben. <laughs> yeah, I love Ben Maller. I hope he's listening. And he told me this story. I, I, he's like, why were you late? Um, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I got pulled over, but I dropped your name, and it's cool. And two weeks later, he got pulled over, dropped his own name for his show, and he got a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, it's, it's how, you, how you say it, but I was cooperative. And it's true, you know. I, and, and first responders don't, you know, they, they go through a lot, man. You know, police officers, firefighters. Right. You know, my favorite is like, an artist to say F the police, but get right. a, a police escort right. somewhere. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I this this is this just happened to me, I think six, seven months ago. Okay. Where my house is, Vaughn's is across the street. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is, because I don't want to waste my gas, <laughs> I would jump over the fence. Oh boy. It's a brick wall. I'd jump over the fence and walk across the street. Uh-huh. 
So it's early in the morning. I jump over the fence. I walk across the street because I didn't have eggs. <laughs> I come back. I'm making eggs. All of a sudden, two police officers are in my backyard, <laughs> like with the guns out, like creeping around. So I look. So I come outside. I said, uh, "Can I help you?" And he goes, "You live here?" <laughs> "Yes, I do." You do you have ID to prove that? I give him my ID. Yeah. He goes, "Can I run this?" <laughs> I go, "Yeah, knock yourself out." He goes, "Meet me in the front yard." <sighs> So now I'm standing next to the police car. So uh -huh. I, I, I called my friend and I go, listen, I'll call you right back when I can. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to the police. I just wanted them to hear right. the cops. Yeah. And so the police officer's like, well, we don't usually run your name, but a neighbor of yours said that they saw a strange person <laughs> climbing over the fence. Well, that's not something that happens every day, though. You don't see people jumping fences right. and brick walls to go to the grocery store. So I'm okay with the whole thing. Right, right, right. But you know that's not what happened. <laughs> what happened is some neighbors said, I see this colored guy <laughs> jumping over the fence. And I think, because there's old people around there, and this colored guy <laughs> climbed over the fence and he looked suspicious. <laughs> He looked like he was into something. Oh. He had a wave cap on. <laughs> what you doing wearing a wave cap, though, man? You you passed that. I know. <laughs> Come on, dog. It's early in the morning. I wanted eggs, and I and you want you want to be them waves to look tight too on top of. <laughs> no, my waves don't look tight at all. As a matter of fact, that's the funny part. I I think I wear the wave cap like it's a uniform now because it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't seen a wave. Hey, look, I don't care what. If I see anybody with a with a do rag or a wave cap on, I'm definitely calling the cops, <laughs> especially around here, because if you're older and you're wearing a, a, a wave cap, you shouldn't wear a wave. Cap. No, no, you got to stop. You, you either cut it all off or you just live with no. whatever you get, man. I, I'm the old dude in the club. Oh, I got no. my wave cap on. <laughs> look, look, Wacko Five, uh, their their DJ. <laughs> T Killer, he had a wave cap on, and they were at the house the other night, and yeah. he's sitting there, he goes, I don't know why I'm wearing this thing. <laughs> he was scratching his head, but he takes it off. He got waves, though. His hair is okay, really, well, yeah. his hair is like, uh, um, what's, what's DJ Quick's uh, guy? Uh, sugar, sugar Free? Yeah, his yeah. head, oh, wavy well, yeah. like Redondo Beach. <laughs> he's like Sugar Free. Right. You know, T Killer got waves, but me, I put that wave cap on, even my wife said, your hair is gray? <laughs> And not wavy. <laughs> like, why are you wearing that? We're going to have an intervention, Walter. You, you, you got to stop. You got to a line you, on your forehead. Yeah, exactly. And no waves. And no waves. That's when I stopped wearing one. At least if you had the waves. If you had the waves in the, in the line, but you're supposed to wear it inside out so you don't get the line. No, I didn't. Come on, dog. It's nighttime. I'm old. I don't got my glasses Throw on. Throw on a hat. Throw on a hat. That crusty Yankee hat you always parade. Yeah. I Throw do. that crusty thing on. I still have it on. Yeah. Oh, we, we, about to, we about to take the Dodgers out this, uh, next year. All right. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Special guest host, Walter Goss. Yankee apologist also. Now, this guy always gets... His wife is a huge Dodger fan. She is. She grew up in Inglewood. She was born in Inglewood. Yep. And then moved to Thousand Oaks, right? And, Am and I correct? Yes. Yeah, she moved okay. to Thousand Oaks. Yes. Now, she's a hardcore Dodger fan. Hardcore. Every year, like, every year, he and I have this discussion around the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You got to make the damn World Series so we can have our dream World Series. I'm a diehard Dodger fan, worked for the team. You're a Yankee fan, grew up right. in New York City. Right. But you guys have not held up your end of the bargain. Now, two years in a row, yeah, I'm going to say it's my show, I'm going to say it, right? We held up our end of the bargain. We went to the World Series twice. 
I don't care if we lost. We went. Waiting for you, y'all never showed up. You didn't lose. Oh, Lord have mercy. You didn't lose. You. <coughs> oh, whoa. <coughs> uh, you need some water? You all right? You, Darvish. Uh, oh, oh, oh. All right, let me tell you something right You, now. Darvish. <coughs> Make fun of my mom. Slap my kids. Don't ever bring up his name again. Ever mm. in life. If I see him, if I see you, Darvish, it will not be pretty. All right? I will, I will take out a library book in his name and not return it. Okay. Dave Roberts Dave's needs a friend. He's to a get friend. He's away a friend. from analytics. That I agree with. I think too much baseball is being done in an office and not in a dugout. Right. And that's what's killed the Dodgers the last two years. They're pulling, the guys, they're pulling guys out the lineup. Look, Kemp was hitting home runs. Oh, they pulled him out the lineup. I know. They pulled him out the lineup. I know. Puig actually got hot and pulled him out they the lineup. They pulled him out the Well, this is a uh, left-handed pitcher. We got to. Uh, I, I never liked analytics. I always loved managers that manage with their gut. That's why I liked Alex Cora yeah. with, the, with the Red Sox. Yes. When I worked for the Dodgers, he was, he was a player. Him and Dave Roberts were teammates right. when I was there. And even when he was struggling or at his best, he spent at least three to five hours watching video. Wow. All Every single day on the road, at home, it did not matter. That man yep. always studied tape. So I am not surprised he's a World Series champion. However, that's killing my Dodgers, my Dodgers. It's killing them to do them analytics. And I have to hear you every year with your non-World Series make-it-ass team. When's the last time you've been? When's the last time you won the World Series? Nineteen eighty-eight. Okay, and and us? Uh, Two thousand ten, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's same. At least Lakers we're won. here. Oh Lord have mercy! You guys went there, <sighs> and last year, I mean, look, you got this guy Max Muncy, who I love, by the way. Yes, because this guy wasn't even in the league. I know. And now, it's funny about Max Muncy. Here's the thing. <laughs> so. My uh, my son Foxy, I'll call him that. Yeah, promote promote yeah. his brand, Dad. Promote his brand. Foxy was he he did his own solo album. It's called Desert Days. Okay, and it's on uh, the cloud, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and, okay. uh, and all that. Desert Days was one of these um, albums that I. It's so melodic, I couldn't stop listening to mm-hmm. it. So we're we're sitting there and I'm going back and forth, and my wife and this is how this is how the whole mm-hmm. this is how I'm bringing this into the Dodger thing. My wife screams from downstairs, <laughs> "Cut that music off when my <laughs> team is on!" Her own son. Her, she loves him too. I said, "You gonna do that to the boy?" Okay, when he makes his first million, guess what? Cut that music off. You told him cut the music off. Cut that check off. Right. Cut that check off. Lambert, me and Walt gonna be in the Lamborghini. <laughs> but she'll be watching World Series champions while you're in the Lamborghini. No, no, no. no. Yes. Let me tell you something. Okay. And I've been wanting to ask a native New Yorker this question. Because I've asked native Texans and I know I'm going to get the same answer. First of all, if y'all been out here 35 years in California, why the hell y'all still called out here? Y'all 
ass been out here for 35 years, okay? And then you tell me, you know, and you've been in California long enough, you know what code is, okay? Right. And you know what California code is. Right. Don't tell me you're still used to that New York code. Oh, it ain't cold out here. It's only 47 <laughs> degrees. I'm going to prove to the world I'm from New York, and I'm going to wear a T-shirt and a hoodie. You know it's cold. You know it's cold, It's man. so funny you said that. We, we, we went to... Um, we went to a New Year's Eve party, uh-huh. and we were meeting people, and they go, oh, so where are you from? I said, I'm from New York. My wife said, he's from Thousand Oaks. <laughs> he's been here 35 yes, years. Yes, thank you. Thank you. He's not from New York anymore. Like, stop it. Yes. Stop saying you're from New York. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess. I guess I'm from Thousand Oaks. Well, yeah, I'm out here. It's not out here. It's home. No. Nah. I, oh, you can't find good pizza out here. Well, no we're not pizza. getting pizza. There's we're getting tacos. There's no Chinese food. Oh, there's no pizza. Gosh. I mean, you got great Mexican food. Taco Tuesday. You're damn the right. You're damn right. Best on the planet. Hey, what's that truck? I saw you one day okay. on Instagram, and you put this truck. You went to this taco truck. Okay. Um, was it recent? Yeah. There's a place down in Anaheim. Yes, that yeah. was the place. Yeah, it's cash only, so I know it's good. If it's cash only and there's yeah. a line out the door and people selling dope in the front. Yeah. True story. <laughs> True story because my daughter even saw it. It's like, Daddy, what's he handing him? Shh, keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving. That's how you know my kids grew up in the burbs. Like, they're like, Daddy, what's that? Like, shh, shh, shh. That's, that's cool. And I got to tell them like, later on in the car, they were dealing dope. Oh, my God. They were dealing dope, Dad? Yes, they were. But the tacos were good. Yes. So they forget all about they it. They forget but yes. all about the dope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yes, we do Mexican well out here. Yeah, no, the best. Out here. The best. The Walk best. and talk and have your coffee. But but New York food is... Oh, Lord. Look, I will say, like, I've never had pizza. Like, you're either a Chicago pizza person or a New I York like, pizza person. Right. I like both. I like both, too. I love New York pizza. I love... There's, they have a chain of them all over up and down New York. A lot of them in Hell's Kitchen, um, right. Euro Cafe. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that place because I can yeah, go yeah. get a bagel. Why, why? Okay, why they got to put all that damn cream cheese on the bagel in New York? Like, they put, like, half a block of, of, of cream cheese on one bagel. We'll just walk it off. Because <laughs> <You can laughs> everything, you got to walk everywhere. You got to so walk, that's just true. Walk it off. <laughs> and it'd be good to just walk it off. They, oh, they, we, 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 have, we have a whole set. I, I want to take my kids. I took my kids in New York when I was, when I was, when they were little. Okay. We went to a family reunion. Uh -huh. And so we're there, and uh, their relatives came. Yeah. And so Walter turns to me and he goes, Dad, where's their jacuzzi? <laughs> That's so California, man. <laughs> I said, see that fire hydrant right over there? That's their jacuzzi. Oh, over there by that man. fire hydrant. Uh, you say a lot about New Yorkers, we, we walk it off. Now, I, got, I used to have cousins live in New York. Mm -hmm. like, uh, uh, and really close friends of mine lived in New York. Um, uh, one in particular, his last name is Bailey. I won't mm -hmm. say his first name. We were in the Navy. We went to A school together in right. Virginia. And he's like, yo, son, I'm from Brooklyn, son. What is Bond, B? What is God? <laughs> right? What is Bond, money? I'm like, okay, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Dog, you know, West Coast to the casket. Right. I know New York very well. I'll go home with you one weekend. Right. How is it that this fool grew up in Bed-Stuy, Bedford-Stuyvesant, New right. York? Right. Never been to Manhattan his whole life. Oh, that... That, that happens a lot out that, there. Listen, my uh, my uncle David, who I love, uh huh, 
My uncle David was the one who told me there was no Santa Claus. <laughs> said, Ain't no white man climbing down this chimney in the middle of the night without 50 bullets in his ass. That's the only way Santa Claus getting down here. <laughs> I'm like, David, don't tell him that. <laughs> he too still late. believes. Too late. Right? <laughs> I don't have him doing that stuff, believing in that Santa Claus. <laughs> And the only leprechaun around here with green suit is is Matthew down there, the pimp. That's the only green suit you're going to see around here. I said, dang. Okay. You got a girl? Yeah. Do a feasting? I don't know. I had never smelled her feet. Boy, you better get down there and smell that girl feet. What the? Why would I smell her feet? I don't know where this is going. He didn't know where it was going. That's the funny thing. He didn't know where it was going. He would just say stuff like that. He just he would just say stuff, and I go, "What does that mean?" Oh, you know that when you, when you get older, you understand. Is it because he never left the borough or what? Like, oh, that's oh, I forgot. Yeah, I, I circle. I'm gonna circle back going. around. Yeah, okay, I'm circle back around. I, I'll make sure to smell feet from now on. Yeah, yeah I'll circle back around. <laughs> this man, he never left the Bronx. Oh wow. He never went anywhere or oh, wow. did anything. Oh wow. He got two weeks a year vacation. He sit there in his boxer short, watch the Yankee games every summer with a liter of soda and a big bag of potato chips uh-huh. and a 12-pack of, of, of Miller High Light. Okay. <laughs> Uncle David, you want to go down to the beach? I ain't going down. What do you want to go to the beach for? <laughs> Smell some feet. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go down there. Go down to the beach with people's feet stinging, uh-huh. toes all curled up. And never left the borough. Never left once. He lived there, born there, died there. Wow. And all the, he was a garbage man. Okay. All the garbage men lined up behind the uh, behind the uh, limousine. Yeah. And all the trucks went down. <laughs> and I was like, wow, look at this. They really loved him. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I don't get in trouble for this. But That's all right. Say it. So my Uncle David had a girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> Their whole marriage. Oh, but you never saw her. Okay. <laughs> she came to the funeral. Oh, damn. I was like, I said, who that lady way in the corner wearing all black? <laughs> she sat way in the corner, but she had the, the black veil oh, over yeah. her face and everything. Like doing it big. Huh? Right. Like, yeah. she, like she was the wife. <laughs> oh, man. Now, my mother, Christian, doesn't curse, mm-hmm. never curses. She said, I'd have whipped that bitch ass. <laughs> Over the casket. If that Walt, she turned to my father. Then, uh. then she get mad at him. <laughs> Walter, if you got some girlfriend and she come here, I'ma whoop her ass and then I'ma wake you up from your death and I'ma whoop your ass. So my father's like, why are you uh. yelling at me? Well, because like they saw the mistress. See, so the point of the story is, if your if your uncle would have left the borough, he would have never met that other girl. Probably explore some things. Maybe right. right. He or he'd have more girlfriends. She was ugly too. <laughs> make it worse, and people, you gonna mess around making. If you gonna cheat on your wife, man, at least go for a ten. Not five two. But you know what my uncle did tell me? My dad used to do five two. <laughs> you know what my uncle told me though? He, he's kind of right though. My oh, uncle said, What did he say? He said, Well, if you're going to cheat on your wife, <laughs> sleep with a four. <laughs> Why is that? Fours are easy. <laughs> you ain't got to work hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> get some good loving. You get food they cook for you. 
I, they don't never bother you. Oh, Sleep yeah. with four, son. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh, you listen to the Big Brother Jake podcast. My aunt was fine, too. She was good looking. Aunt Orgy was fine. Okay. <laughs> Uncle David said, sleep before us, boy. Oh, man. That's what my dad would say. <laughs> you listen to the Big Brother Jake podcast with my special co-host, Walter Goss. Oh, uh, wrapping it up, Walter. All right, what? Yeah. Why you... <laughs> sleep with a four. I don't know if I can... <laughs> they easy. They ain't never going to tell your wife. What are you going back to stand up, man? This guy... <laughs> You need to be in stand-up again. Yeah, I might have to go back. You I might need have to, to get go on the back, stage. man. You need a stage, bro. I got to get back on stage because I got some things I got to oh, talk about. Because you ain't said enough today. Yeah, I got things. I got things. You're going to be in trouble with your family oh, after today. Oh, Lord. <laughs> You're going to have police, my police friends hating you. Yeah. <laughs> and me. <laughs> you know, okay, you know what? I might as well. I'm gonna, let's, let's end it with this. I, I just want to. I want to say something because it's gonna. Ra- it's gonna roll into this. Okay. <laughs> my my wife who is uh, she's been there for me. Yes. But after all this time of being together, mm-hmm. sometimes she's a pain in the ass. Oh. Now, <laughs> explain yourself, please. <laughs> now she she tells me what to do. Uh, that's every wife I've ever met. What to wear. What not to wear, okay. <laughs> when to sit down, mm-hmm. when to eat. Okay. You got to go to sleep now. Don't turn there. <laughs> Don't pick that up. Where are you going? <laughs> Come back over here. I'm still talking. <laughs> At least twice a month, I go, OJ was right. Oh! <laughs> I don't say that out loud because I'm afraid of her. I think you did just <laughs> But I'm afraid of her, so I don't really say that out loud. No, you better not, man. I, I, I know your wife, and she'll right. She <laughs> she'll hit you up, man. But like we, when we 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 said we, we're gonna be controversial today. We had we had two sons, and we had to do in vitro. <sighs> okay. And uh, oh man, she she was uh, it was our first day going to see the doctor. Okay. And uh, she was in the shower, and you know, brothers, we late. Yes. Except today, you Except were today. like an hour and a half early. Right, but yes. I was early, but we late. So yes. I say, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get there early. And she's upstairs taking a shower. Okay. So I walk into the shower, and she's in there grooming. <laughs> grooming. Okay. I go, what are you doing? <laughs> we're late. She goes, I don't want to look all raggedy <laughs> for the doctor. Oh, so for this stranger, <laughs> the stranger you clean it up. <laughs> what about the guy who pays the bills? I get George Michael on the Faith Hour. <laughs> she in there grooming for the stranger. <laughs> oh, I hope she ain't listening. I said, girl, get your ass in the car. I didn't say that out loud. No, you didn't. I no. know you did. I mumbled that under my mouth as I was walking in. in the car. What? Uh, let's go, honey. Yeah, come on. I'll be downstairs warming the car and get me some coffee. Okay, dear. I got you. Like I always said, the key to a successful marriage is always getting the last word in. Yes, honey. Right. You're right, baby. I was wrong, sweetheart. Now here's that's what's worked for me. Now here's where we wrap this up into a nice little bow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seven, eight years ago, I had a stroke. Yes. And um, it was 
I was dead for 19 minutes. It was pretty bad. Wow. They told <clears throat> they told my son, who found me, by the way. Mm -hmm. He found me in the shower with my clothes on during the stroke because I was trying to cool myself down. Mm -hmm. So I just turned the shower on and stepped in, and I was in my clothes. Right. And uh, my son runs outside and said, Dad's in the shower with his clothes on. Mm. So my wife comes in there. She goes, is this some YouTube thing? Are you doing this? Where's the camera at? <laughs> that sounds like something you would do, though. Right. Doesn't it sound? <laughs> and so I started talking. I was mumbling, so she knew. Mm -hmm. She took me to the hospital. Long story short, she took care of me. Yeah. Uh, I, I trust her with everything. She, she did things that no other human being would do. Mm -hmm. And everything that I needed in life, she did it for me. Wow. And uh, I was fortunate that I had someone in my corner. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. My parents were there. My sisters are there. Everybody, they love me. And but they a, wife, a wife loves different. But a spouse's love is different. It's, it's a different thing. Yeah. And she was there. And um, I was, you know, I'm living today because God said, you got more stuff to do. Mm -hmm. But you're not paying attention, so I got to smack you in the head with my sandal mm. and get you to think right and be right. Yeah. So now I'm paying attention and things and life is better. Look, man, I, I had things in my past. Things happened, things of that nature. And, and, right. But now things are straight. And all I could do is just apologize to people that I may have hurt or people that I may have said things to. Mm -hmm. And people that hurt me, I forgive them. Yeah. And I let it all go because now I'm living a good life now and I'm happy. And that's a beautiful thing, man. To carry burdens around yeah. your whole life, it makes it worse. And, you know, like when, and, and, and thank you for sharing that. I yeah. mean, that's a very personal thing, you know, and I, I, I wanted to make sure you wanted to share it. Yeah. I didn't want to like kind of blindside you with it like I no. did a couple things today. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing. Forgiveness, man. Like my dad, he wasn't the best father. Right. We we did not get along. I was scared of that man. Like yeah. I was terrified of him. And it wasn't until 2001. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2001. Right before the World Trade Center went down. Right. I know because my wife and I took pictures in front of it right. from Liberty Island. But anyway, we went to Philly where he was living outside of Philly in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Home of the Amish. Right. Lancaster. It's Lancaster. Lancaster. Man. Anyway, you could see him from a satellite photo because there ain't no brothers there. My <laughs> brother's still out there. <laughs> There's Mr. Warner walking over to the candle store. Hey, can you give me some churn butter? Right. But, <laughs> so, you know, it was odd, but like I wanted my wife to meet my dad. Right. And she had never been to the East Coast. Right. She heard stories about my dad. Like, I'd like to meet him because, you know, you seem to be funny. My dad's right. way funnier than I am. Right. Some people think I'm not funny at all, but whatever. <laughs> I, I, I make myself laugh and I don't care. So we get there and, of course, he's, like, flirting with my wife. Like, right. mm, man, you got you a nice Latina. Like, Dad, <laughs> for real? Man, she got a nice mm, yeah, dad. Pimp style. Yeah, because right. that's what he's like. Mm, turn around. Like, Dad, yeah, what you doing? Right. Let me take a look at this. <laughs> <laughs> had the Bluetooth in his ear, player, player, you know? That was my dad. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is an odd start to our visit. Right. I, I actually didn't want to go, but I knew if I'm in New York, I'd just make the three-hour drive. Right. And I want to see my dad, and hopefully we can make things work out. And so I could tell a whole other story about him, but I won't embarrass him because this is a good story, <laughs> but let's just say he's a player, okay? 
I woke up and my dad was really good at making breakfast. Like right. he, was, he was perfect at making breakfast. And I smelled like, oh, it smells good. I get right. up. He's cooking. Right. Had, had his um George, you know, Clinton Funkadelic mm-hmm. P Funk Parliament on. Mm-hmm. And so he was like grooving, just dancing and stuff, cooking. I haven't seen him like that in years, you right. know. And uh so I was like, hey boy, sit down. And I was terrified of my dad, you know, I'm a grown ass man, like, okay, sit down. And he's like, I just want to say something. I'm going to get it out. I'm going to try not to cry about it. And I'm like, oh, man. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm sorry for how I treated you. Oh, wow. I'm like. That's deep. Yeah. So That's deep. I was like, you don't have to apologize. He said, no, I do. Like, it's been eating at me my whole life. I treated you really bad. Right. And I'm sorry. And I know he needed that release. He's like, do you forgive me? I was like, hell yeah, I forgive you. Like, right, right. This is what I've been waiting for 25 years. And right. he's like, I was dead wrong for what I did and how I treated you. Right. And, you know, there's some things that I, I did and thought about and thought, you know, whatever, but whatever, whatever. Right. I'm sorry. Right. And that touched me. The whole, the, like, the whole yeah. rest of the day was a blur. Like, he, I never even seen his childhood home before. Right. Of course, I'm gonna take the sexy Latina wife of mine. That's right. All over DC. Right. This walk grew up, and this is my first house, and that's my <laughs> second house, and this is where I used to go get drunk, and this is where I used to buy crabs. And then I'm like, Dad, you never show me. Shut up, boy. I'm showing your wife. And this is where. The, and like, he was nice, but the whole day I was like, mind blown. But I saw a different part of my dad. Like, right. He had this weight lifted off his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And six months later, he passed away. Uh, well, but we made amends. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's awesome. That you've been able to make amends with, you know, and make peace with right. the people that you need to make peace with. Yeah, yeah. And that you've seen that though you had a, an unfortunate incident. Right. And and it, you died. Right. Literally like I, died. I, I was dead. You were dead. 19 minutes. Yeah. You have a new zest in life. And that actually motivates me because there's days where I'm just like, man, I wish I was dead. <laughs> and then it's like, wait a minute. That's wrong. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. You know, and 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 you you went through your bouts even for two and a half years, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of like, why? And and but you realize like, yeah, I mean, I was angry with God and and uh, a, a really good friend of mine, uh Richard T Jones, he's an actor. Yes. Uh, he's a, he's one of my favorite actors. Yeah, I mean, my he, wife loved the fact that you know him too. Yeah, man. He's he <laughs> this brother. Good looking guy. <laughs> He's not as good looking as me, but yes, he is a good looking guy. Well, you got to promote your brand. Right. He's good, he's a good looking guy. <laughs> he is. Great actor. But Richard, um, he he came into my hospital room and gave me a prayer blanket mm. and he prayed for me. And going through my bouts of, of uh, anger with God, mm-hmm. Richard would take me to breakfast mm. and he would pray for me right there and he would wow. talk to me. And Richard is one of those guys, man, that he, he looked out for me. That's amazing. And um and uh when when me and God had when me and God made up mm-hmm. Cause you were mad at him. <laughs> right. He good now. Okay. <laughs> when we made up, Richard said, I'm proud of you. That's, like but wow. I knew you would come around. And it's just Richard's one of those guys, man. You just don't meet people like that in the industry. Yeah, it's hard. And, you know, most people are like either don't want to waste their time with you mm-hmm. or they say, well, you're screwing up, so I don't want to have anything to do with you or whatever. And Richard's like, he's, he's, he, he literally held my hand like, you'll get there. Mm. And he waited for me. He waited for me, waited for me. He goes, I knew you would get there. And, and that's what it's about, man. Like, 
you know, I had to get there on my own because, like right. I said, that they were there were a lot of things I did wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, deep down inside, God knew, like, you're a good person. Mm. Stop messing around. Yeah, and hey, you are a good person, Walter. I will say this: like when we first met each other, mm-hmm. and we worked for Vanero Wright in the morning show Ooh, at I Fox like, Sports Radio. He's a good laugh. guy. He's I been through. A, he's been through hell and back, and yeah. God bless him in his recovery from yeah, yeah. alcohol and stuff. Yeah, but. I was noticing, I was like, there's another brother in the studio writing things down. Right. And I'm like, this guy does not have the capacity to be this funny. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm looking and I realized you were writing jokes for him. Sorry if I let the cat out the bag too soon or whatever. (laughs) And I'm like, this brother's funny. And I'm like, but this brother sounds familiar. He looks familiar. I know I've seen him somewhere. And then he starts, you know, telling me what he's done. I'm like, man, Walter was there when... um, and and I've never told this to you, and I'm gonna tell it on the podcast because right. I'm an attention whore, and I like that. Um, when my daughter, my oldest daughter, mm-hmm. she almost died. Yes. And I took a leave of absence from the show. Mm-hmm. I said I, I I can't do the show. You were the one that was always there. Yep. You know, and because she 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 was dead. Yeah. She was minutes from dying. I got her to the ER in time because she had jaundice. Yes. And we found out she was dehydrated. My wife wasn't able to breastfeed the way she wanted to. Right. And they took her from us. And CPS was there, and they questioned us, and we almost lost our baby. Right. Like, physically and everything else. Like, they wanted to take her away. But, like, you were the first person to call and say, hey, man, everything all right? And I was like, no, it's not. Right. And you were like, it's going to be all right. And I'll never forget that, man. I always appreciate that. Thank Always, you, you know, and he used to buy me breakfast burritos from uh, <laughs> from Whole Foods, Whole, Whole, Foods. Whole Checks, yep. because it take half your paycheck. And every morning, I'm like, Walter, no, I got you, I got you. Every morning, yeah, like those kind of things, I never forget, man. No, and I man. appreciate that, you know. It's you. We would talk about things, <laughs> and I just felt really. You always made me feel comfortable when when Thanks, others man. wouldn't make me feel comfortable, and. Um, you just always been a good friend to me, and you were Thank always you. someone I could call and talk to. Even when we've been apart for a long time, I, yeah. we would text each other, yeah. and I always felt, I always felt very good when I would receive your texts, and and I knew it was coming from a great place. And even when my son started to do rap, and you and you gave him beats, and you helped them out, and mm-hmm. and they started to move forward, it was. Uh, I always think of you as a special person oh, thanks, in my man. life, you know. So when I when I start to when I finish my book, yes, please plug that. <laughs> I'm writing a book about me and the and having the stroke and the things I went through. It's called "Stroke of Grace Saved a Sinner," mm. and um, there were, you know, when I was going when I was having the stroke and I was dying, mm-hmm. I looked up into the light, and I know people are going to think this is kind of corny, but this really happened. Jesus was holding my hand. Mm. And uh, I could feel him on my holding my hand, and mm-hmm. um, I looked up at him, and he looked down and said, "Stop fooling around," <laughs> just like that. Well, you better listen. You hear that? <laughs> and it, it, I kind of it jolted me mm. because I thought it would have been some there art thou, you know, whatever. <laughs> I thought I would got some Moses uh, talk. He, he had to make sure you knew what he was saying. But he came to me like. <laughs> We were down at the liquor bank down on Crenshaw Boulevard. <laughs> hey man, stop fooling around. Like he came at me like that. We yeah. And man. I and I understood I understood it. Yeah. 
it took me two years to understand it because I was angry with him. But then once I understood and I surrendered and really got started to get my life together, mm-hmm. I'm happier. And you look happy. And I'm, ha- I'm happy because I'm here with my man, Bruh. big brother Jake, and I'm on the <laughs> podcast, and I'm going to be here more often. This oh, ain't going to yeah. be the only no, time. No. I'm coming back. No, you, you're definitely coming back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You've been listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast with my man, Walter Goss. Um, go ahead and promote. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Promote your son's gig again, please. Yes. Uh, get that uh, out there because it's going up on Friday evening yep, on Friday, January 11th. So go ahead. No, Friday, January 18th. January 18th. At the Echoplex in Glendale. Uh, there are opening. Wacko 5 is opening. For Davies, and this is gonna be a heck of a show. Mm. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be the old dude at the club. <laughs> I'm gonna get my boogie on. Where can they find that information? Do you know? Uh, offhand? Yeah, they, yeah. Go to their Instagram on Wacko Five. Go to Dave East's uh, uh, Instagram. Okay. You can go to Echoplex website, and um, yeah. All right. So let's do this. Let's see. Let's let's all be there. Yes. Let's blow up the the show. And make sure Wacko Five gets their love. You know, yeah, yeah. opening up for Dave East. Now Dave East is a beast from the East Coast. Right. He's getting all kinds of love in the hip hop industry, and Word. for them to be able to open up for somebody of that caliber, that that shows a lot about them and what yeah, their talents yeah. are. So make sure y'all go and do that. Uh, again, Walter, I want to thank you for coming thank on the podcast. You, it's been a lot of fun. This will not be the last time. Nah, I nah. think we managed to piss off everybody and then bring it back so they could feel bad for you. Right. But that's that's <laughs> good. You, you got a gift. You know. Did you notice that? You know, I made the chords jet. You know, green yeah. and Dodger it, blue. That's right. See, they, see, that's how much I care about you. Nobody yeah. can see that. I, I'll show pictures and I'll post, post it on the uh, on the account. Yeah, but. please do. You, you know what jets stand for? Just in the season. Just in the season. That's right. Just in the damn season. Just in the season. (laughs) But we'll we'll definitely do a lot more Jets talk as the season comes along because you got to come back because it was a lot of fun. Um, Well, if the Chargers go to the Super Bowl, I'll be back for that. Oh, oh. So real quick before we end the show, do you think the Chargers beat the New England Patriots? They should. They're a better team. Okay. You have a final final outcome for us? Yes. Here's the score. Okay. It's going to be 26 to 22, Chargers. Oh, you heard it first, my man. 26 to 22. 26 to 22, and, Chargers and win. And the Patriots will have the ball at the end of the game and almost win, but they won't. Oh, man, that'll give me a heart attack. That's, that's what's going to happen. Okay, there. so if Walter says it, better better happen. I mean, better this, happen. This there. man has visions. He's seen a lot of stuff. That's right. He's seen Jesus, so you better <laughs> believe him. <laughs> so thank you all for tuning in to the Big Brother Jake podcast. Um, super long edition with my man Walter Goss, but it was worth every extra minute. Um, want to thank you for coming on, brother. Thank you. It's always good to thank see you. Thank you for having me. Um, again, spread the word out. Small businesses, I'm here for you. We got next week, we're going to do our music spotlight again, an indie music spotlight. And you may see or hear a happy or bad Big Brother Jake, depending on the Chargers <laughs> outcome. All right. So have a great week. Love all y'all. Deuces. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.